Dusty, what's the one book you can always find in our car when we're on a trip? Honestly, Mike, it is usually a Moon travel guide. That's right. Moon is our favorite travel guidebook publisher because not only are they a source for ethical travel and the best ways to get away, but their books also are packed full of information on everything from sites to see, trails to hike, restaurants, and lodging, all from real authors who are local to the areas they're writing about. That's right. And we're so excited that this year we are again partnering with Moon Travel Guides. Ready to cross something off your travel bucket list in 2024? Have a lot of great ideas for trips, but don't know how to get started or keep your itinerary organized? Wherever your wanderings might take you or inspire you to go, Moon Travel has you covered. Moon Travel is the travel guidebook publisher for ethical travel. Don't spend months trying to craft the perfect getaway when you can do it all with Moon. Whether you're headed abroad, planning to take to the open road, or want to wander the trails of a national park, make sure to pack a Moon Travel Guide with you. Through the end of 2024, our listeners can get 20% off any Moon Travel Guide when they use the code GAZE20 at checkout. That's amazing. And that is code GAZE24, G-A-Z-E-2-4 for 20% off any Moon travel guide in Moon's entire library. And that is just for our listeners, and you cannot find that anywhere else. Be sure to visit Moon.com. Head to our show notes and check it out and see Moon's entire collection of travel guidebooks. American Horror Story. So I guess I'm assuming we're recording right now. We are recording. Later than we should have. (laughs) Later than we should have been. I believe it was, I'll be home at 10 and everything will be set up for us to walk in and record. Well, you know what? Life happens. Life happens. And here we are. And here we are. Welcome. Welcome. Um, Oh my God. Michael. I know you watched American Horror Story I did. on Wednesday. I did. And it was the premiere, and it was everything. And you know what? This episode is going to air a little after the premiere. Oh, yeah. So, so hopefully what? you've watched, you You know, you've seen the premiere. Hopefully you've watched it, because we're about spoilers, to spoil all this the spoilers, premiere. All of it. All of them. Because you know what? Um, that premiere was amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do think there were some things that could have been a little cleaner. Oh, um, sure. And I was, you know, a little... Um, Let's start with things we liked. Right. Things we liked. I mean, it's incredibly dark. Um, I feel like the humor is in like, you know, they're just bringing the humor to balance out everything else that's going on because of its, you know, dark nature of it being the apocalypse. Oh my God. Well, what I think they do really well is that like campy humor from Coven. And Mm -hmm. I liked seeing some of that back. And I like that that works. Mm -hmm. And I think it is actually like works so well against like a really dark like background undercurrent thing right right i I think that's when it works the best yes yes i think so too um i loved leslie grossman yes i was just so here for her yep um i do have to say like from an artistic perspective i really enjoyed I guess I'm going to backtrack that. I enjoyed, not really enjoyed. I enjoyed the opening. I always looked oh, towards yeah. that opening. I did think it was a little weird. They threw in like, because I thought they did a lot of good things. They looked like they pulled like a lot of like etching plate imagery from like Dante's Inferno was a lot of their inspiration. Yes. But then they threw in this like one random scene from the Coven opening, which I thought was strange. They had a and, couple like, of references really to the Coven kind opening, of but they also had some of the Murder House opening in it too. Did they? I must have they missed did. that. They yeah. did. There okay. was 
there were references to both. Okay. Yeah. I just felt it felt kind of like lazy for them to completely reuse the opening stuff. Oh, from interesting. Those, I feel like it I thought have it been was just like, like a little have, nod, like a little like so. Easter egg nod. Yeah. That's what I thought. Just like the song at the end of the episode. Oh my God, that song at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. That is... Here's the thing. I love the show so much. I, I, I have watched it every single season. Mm-hmm. And when um, they do something like that, that to me, that tells me like, we're making this season for our super fans. Right, right, right. Like those of you who know we used that song right, in right, episode right. one and 13 of Murder House. Right, right, right. Like we'll hear it and go, oh, I know what that is a reference oh, to. Oh, yeah. And there are also like many sort of nods to other seasons. Like the fact that like they're all sitting in that room and they're only hearing the same song play over and over again is a total nod to Asylum. Yes. And then, like, she says that the outpost used to be, like, a school for special boys, boys. which is interesting. So I think that could be, like, warlock Right, exactly. Kind of. That's what I was thinking. I'm curious Subterranean about warlock-y. the warlocks right. and their, and their world. Kevin. Exactly. Um, there's another um, reference. Hold on. Well, I feel like any of the zombie mutants could be, like, a nod to freak show. Yes, totally. Right. Um, oh, the um, there was a cult reference. Something about like, um, oh, it was when Sarah Paulson refers to the Greys as worker bees. Mm. I thought that was a nice sort of like. They didn't have to say worker bees. They could have said anything else, but I thought it was it was kind worker ants. Of, did they say worker ants? Mm-hmm, I think so. Which oh, was well. like a strange. It felt clumsy. I wanted it to be worker bees. Yeah. Whatever. Um, we have to talk about how fierce Sarah Paulson was mm-hmm. in this episode mm-hmm. because giving me all of the life, giving me all of the everything, that character, it's like, well, that's the gay Halloween costume for, <laughs> um, you know, for the, the panel has voted right. and everybody will be venable this Halloween. Right, right, right. Get out your venable Although I do wigs. feel like she got her ass handed to her at the end of the season oh, or yeah, at the end of the episode, I should say. By Honey Michael Langdon. I guess so. He had like blonde, like flowy hair is kind of He strange. has Vivian's hair. I know he does, but I'm the, I loved that he had Vivian's mm. hair. And I feel like he has like Tate's face, Tate's body. I Tate I don't know. We don't know yet. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for Michael right. Langdon. Right. Yes. Which I'm sure some people will go as for Halloween too. Right, right, right. But this isn't a podcast about American Horror Story. No, no, no. This is a podcast about the The National National Parks. Parks. I'm looking for adventure, want to follow on the trail. Or get a little lost and let the wind fill my sails Get up when the stars still fill the sky Don't wake the sun, there's so much to be done And the day has just begun Go where the postcards are real You can feel, you can open your eyes And open your heart when you gaze At the National Park National Park. Follow you, I'll follow you, 
National Park. Follow you, I'll follow you there. Welcome to Gaze at, at the, the National, National Parks. Parks, episode three. Today, we are talking about Bryce Canyon. That's correct. Which is located in Utah. It is located in Utah. Who knew? Utah. Utah Who knew? Absolutely where it is at. Mm -hmm. Utah is one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen in the world. It's incredible. You know what I was thinking about, Mike, was when we hike and go to all these national parks, there are always national forests all around all of the different national parks. And I believe that it was on this trip that I was curious about. I think I turned to you and I was like, what is, like, what makes something a national forest and what makes something a national park? Yeah, I think we did a little bit of research when we had Wi-Fi because it was a little spotty on our way out. I mean, Utah is, Utah is vast and there's not much um, Wi-Fi or cell signal in many right. parts of and Utah. by Wi-Fi, I meant cell signal or yeah, data, whatever, whatever yeah. that magic is that it makes our phones work. Why we, we don't have it all the time, I right. don't understand. Why yeah. we can't generate it right. from our right. own devices, I'll never know. Mm -hmm. The um, But that was when I started researching it. So I wanted to share with our listeners what exactly makes something and what constitutes a national park. Okay. So Yeah, let's go over that Okay, because so I forgot. So a national park... Um, is it can start by like it, it's it has to be a f natural feature in the United States, and um, it can start out by like being a state park that then transitions into a national park. It could also be deemed a national monument, but it has to be um, it has to based on these old rules back when they were establishing them, they had to have some kind of natural beauty. Mm -hmm. They had to contain some kind of um, vast ecosystem. They had to have some sort of resource, specific resource that was um, unique to them. Okay. They also had to have um, a natural barrier around them, and it also had to be something that people could visit. Okay. Those were sort of like the five things Criteria. you had to check off the list in order so I to guess become a national park. So many national parks have a national forest that surrounds them or right. is, you know, so very close to them. Because it's the natural barrier gotcha. to keep them protected. Gotcha. The other thing that's different about a national park and national forest, if something is deemed a national park, that means like it is it's basically like frozen in time and space. Like we're not gonna come down and cut any trees down right. in anything here. Which is exactly why you can't take anything from the exactly. location. You have to keep everything right. inside of that park. Like, you know, um, like remember, like they searched cars when we were leaving the petrified forest. Because right. they right. were like, you were not leaving here with any petrified wood. Exactly. But a national forest is a forest used to actually cultivate wood for an area. So you grow wood and you chop down the trees, you turn it into lumber and you grow more trees in that area. Oh, okay. So it's like a natural resource for that surrounding community. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Cool. 
Tell us a little bit about Bryce Canyon. Well, even though it's called Bryce Canyon, it's actually not a canyon. It's considered to be an uh, an amphitheater. Um, oh, so, for um, all of my performances, for all of your performances. So, I thought that that was really interesting. So, it's a natural rock uh, formation amphitheater, which is what they really do consider it, even though it does have the title of canyon. I'm sure that Bryce Canyon sounds a lot better than Bryce Natural Rock Amphitheater National Park. It's a little bit of a mouthful there. For those of us who have theater degrees, <laughs> we would absolutely go to Bryce Amphitheater. Right, right, right. And, and they just would come for everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, so, it was actually made a national park in 1928. It, I think it was formed as a national monument in 1923. And then five years later, it became that national park that we have today. One of the biggest features of the park, you know, of the splendor of it are something called hoodoos, which are these rock formations, which are basically a really good example of erosion. Like Bryce Canyon is a really fascinating um, look at what winds, water, um, has done to natural rock over time, especially winds, because the hoodoos are so so high, you know, typically, yeah. And they look like they look like uh, it's like a a totem kind of right, or like almost like a sand drip castle, almost like a sand drip castle, yeah. or like just piles of rocks that right. have like eroded together, right. and sometimes they're connected at the right. top, and when they are connected, they're called windows, right? Because you can see through yes. them. And the Native Americans um, in the area um, believe that the Hoodoos were actually called legend people, um, so that they were actually people that were turned into these rock formations. Um, so uh, that's part of their mythology uh, there. Oh, I've got to read some of those stories. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. So that's really interesting. Um, also, Bryce Canyon is one of the best places in the United States to see stars. Because uh, you said something about it was it's like the, the darkest. I think it's the darkest place inside the contiguous United States. Um, uh-huh. It's one of those darkest places. So that's something, unfortunately, we did not, we're not able to take part in. Um, but that is something that if you do go, you definitely should take part in because it's supposed to be spectacular. You're able to see the Milky Way and more stars than you'd see you know, anywhere that's somewhere that's a non-remote part of the United States. And with that, let's dive into our adventure to Bryce Canyon. Sounds good to me. So we had spent two days in Zion uh, before we decided to make our move to Bryce and yes. and you knew about Bryce. I did not know anything about Bryce. I had I had actually been to Zion one other time in my life. Right. But I did not know that that was where I that was. That you were in Zion. Because yeah. I was much younger. And right. And I was like, oh, this beautiful place. I didn't right, know. Right, right, right. Well, I have my cousin and her husband are like big um, hikers, national park enthusiasts. So I had a little bit of back info from them about oh, Bryce. so they told you about Bryce. A little bit, yeah. Literally no one has ever told, <laughs> mentioned it. I did not know it was a place. I, well, I feel like, I mean, Utah, who knew? It's so beautiful. Absolutely. Um but I feel like Zion probably, even despite the fact that Bryce is incredible, I feel like Zion kind of gets the spotlight. Unfortunately, like yes. Zion and Arches, I feel like are the, they get a lot the of the main attractions in Utah. In Utah so. And we went to both of them. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, they're on the covers of most right. of the 
things. And I feel like as far as accessibility goes too, you know, Zion is so close to Nevada, 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 Nevada. They all say Nevada. Nevada. <laughs> I did say Nevada Falls last episode. That's all right. Um, so it's so close to that state that I just said. And then, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Arches is so close to Colorado. I feel like, you know, it's a... And Brace is right there. And Brace is right the there. But I'm, I'm just saying as far as like crossing state boundaries, yeah, I think those sense. might get a little bit more play because they're so close to a state border or something like that. Yeah, I remember um, after we had... Well, I mean, we packed up like... So I think we packed early. up the night before mostly. We, packed up we the showered, night we packed up the night before. And then we got on the road at, I think we were on the road at five. Oh, it might have been earlier. Four. Because we, I do we remember the getting sun to come Bryce like ridiculously early. early. We were right. there like at the open. Right. We were there I at mean, open. I mean, the park is open 24 hours. Yeah, but, I guess yeah. so. But when staff arrived right, like that right. was when we were getting that's there. true that's right sometimes you'll drive into a park and no you, one even there. though you have your park pass no one's there that's um, right. so you're able to just drive in and we experienced that a few times in our travels yeah um so okay so we set out in the car and it's still dark and it was cold i mean i do remember that it was cold I, but i feel like it didn't get so cold right away because when we were staying in zion we actually didn't stay in zion proper we were about a half hour outside oh yeah that's hurricane so we're utah wait it was what was it called it was called hurricane hurricane utah yeah hurricane i'm sorry i know that place has never seen a hurricane (laughs) yeah that's an interesting name for a place in utah um i'm pretty sure if i'm remembering correctly that we did definitely stop at McDonald's on that drive oh, to Bryce. We, we were, I think that was a, um, I need to use the bathroom really bad. This might be my only opportunity during yes. the day to do so. If you're catching my drift, wink, wink. Uh-huh. Um, so now is the time to unleash whatever fury you need to. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the morning fury. The morning fury. Um, but we were like pretty, I feel like we were pretty close because really honestly, if you remember, we drove for after leaving Hurricane, we drove for a really long time. It was and a really it was long time. Quiet, sleepy, tiny, like yes, you know, one horse towns. If we were going to use that, and the views on that drive were things I had never seen right. before in my life. I just feel it like was, it was so vast. It like, was so vast. The landscape was so sweeping. Right. It was so beautiful. I mean, it was, and to get it with the sunrise, right. was such a gift right because i mean i'm actually getting tears in my eyes thinking about just how beautiful like incredible those those things we saw just driving from one park to another and these are just you know their main highways in utah right i mean and there were times where you know it was very steep going up and very steep going down it was where it was like it was climb car climb (laughs) it was just spectacular i mean breathtaking every turn right um check out some of our photos on instagram and you'll see like what we're talking about and i feel like it was probably about a two-hour ride outside from from hurricane to bryce i want to say it was something around that it was about two hours about two hours without looking at the maps right now we spent a lot of that time i think in that particular drive um 
listening to Chicago the Musical. Oh, probably. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all that jazz. All that jazz. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My sister and I had an act that couldn't flop. My sister and I were headed straight, straight for, for the, the top. top. Um, right. So Cicero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That whole, I mean, I could recite yeah. that whole album. Mm-hmm. The um, So we are making our way through this glorious sweeping landscapes of mesas and Mm -hmm. mountains and valleys and fields and rocks and um, also tiny little towns. Tiny little towns. So small. I mean, it was like you looked, like you blinked and you were through them. Right. There were, um, I remember one tiny town had really small homes and they were, they were really tight and they were compact and it was like they were all in this one area and then like across the street was a grocery store and there was a gas station right and there was a bus stop and that was it yeah it was it was incredible to see just from living in such a densely populated area in the northeast to then see how spread out everything is and it's it's wild to see it and I mean, that's not the first time on the trip that we were noticing that. I mean, no. we really got to see that when we even, I think, dipped into Arizona towards the end of our oh, trip yeah. that time. Um, we really did, I feel like, see a lot of just desolate and very wide open yeah. sort of. Well, the landscape of Arizona and the landscape of Utah are very different. Right. Um, but I had never experienced that just right. as a person that kind of that kind of drive and right. that was really special. And so we get our McDonald's and we head back into the car. And what I remember then is like Google Maps saying like, oh, you're you're 18 minutes away, but it was like nothing right. was around right. us. And it was like the like if you m- if if you needed to turn around to go back to somewhere, like, I mean, it was like literally 30 miles until like the next intersection. Right. Well, remember too, we went, we did go through the national forest. I can't remember the name of that national forest, but we did pass through a national forest before getting to Bryce. That's um, true. So we did hit that. And I think that's how we knew we were pretty close. And I think if I remember correct too, there were some a few towns that we had gone through that had more of like a, this is a main street and like, yeah, there were, a there is of those. like a little bit more of a population here. I mean, it like, really, there did was a feel little like bit more life. The yeah. old West. Right. I mean, right. it felt like these once were right. Those buildings. Right. And now they've been renovated. By the time we got to the ranger station at the gate, I th- like you said, I think people were just coming onto their shift at those stations and here's another thing to keep in mind. It was cold. I mean, it was we, very, very cold. That we day. did, we did prep, I think for it. We kind of really looked into the weather because we were pretty layered, well layered. Um, and we talked about previous podcasts about layering and regretting it. And this was uh-huh. not one of those days. I had not prepared for that when we were like packing the car. And right. It was like, it is freezing. Right. And then um, like bundled up like before I got in. Right. And I think the thing to remember is that 
Bryce is like 7,000 feet above sea level. Oh, like yeah. we're on the Colorado Plateau. Like totally. it's like we passed a sign for 7,777 7, feet above sea level. Did we? we did. I don't remember yeah. that. Um, so, I mean, we're you're high up there. So obviously it's yeah. it's cold. I remember rolling down the window at, to talk to the ranger to be like, you know, can you just give us a, a brochure? Because I don't even know. Was there a station? We, do we even like usually we'll look up a ranger station to like go yeah. to like for Google there Maps purposes. There wasn't a ranger station. And I can't remember. Um, and I think even if there was, we probably were there too early for them to be open. I exactly. feel like. So we got our info from the gate the ranger. Gate. The gate ranger. Yep. And and then who we, was super wonderful yeah. and super cool. Right. And, and, and then, then we, we drove, in. drove in. And I think with that, it's time to play a game. <laughs> So we're going to play one of our favorite games called Pentagram. And we kind of like tried to figure out how we could do this for a wider audience. Because when we hiked, we played Pentagram based off of friends that we both collectively knew. The way that the game works is you think about what five objects would you put inside of a pentagram to summon someone? Mm -hmm. Now, I just want to say this for... um, my mother, who might be listening, um, <laughs> pentagrams were originally used in Christian <laughs> Is this a disclaimer? religion, right? Exactly. They have been adopted by many, many other religions, right? Um, and um, no, just because someone plays worship. pentagram right. does not mean that you are <laughs> worshiping anything, except right. um, you're just playing this game. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so. Okay, so who should we pentagram today? I think we should pentagram for Britney Spears. See, I was thinking that we should pentagram for Amy Adams. I I mean, I do have a secret wish that she will come on this podcast one right, day. Right, right, right. Because this is our, our name drop every episode kind of thing. I'm like, I really do think we could find a way right. to mention Amy Adams I'm sure. in every single episode right. of this podcast. I'm going to take it as a personal, like... Challenge, your manifesto my manifesto uh-huh. to make it but um let's let's play with britney spears okay so five things to summon britney five things to summon britney spears i think um is it was it an anaconda no it wasn't an anaconda no it was just a snake it, it was just a green it was, no snake. it was it was yellow and white it was a yellow and white python maybe oh, okay, an anaconda right. an anaconda <laughs> is the bigger than either of us put together <laughs> right I and could like you. eat a horse or a cow exactly like right. a car right no right anaconda anaconda no anaconda is a film starring jennifer lopez <laughs> right and matthew mcconaughey yes and ice tea prior to them doing the wedding planner i don't remember oh no it wasn't matthew mcconaughey it was owen wilson that's oh, who it was. Why are you confusing them? I don't know. Because they're both blonde dudes. Right. Okay. So so you snake. would put the snake. Right. I'm going to put in um, her perfume. Um, so Britney Spears first endorsed an Elizabeth Arden perfume called Curious. Mm. And then she came out with her own perfume a year Bi- later curious? called Fantasy. <laughs> oh. <Yes>, Bi- curious. <laughs> okay. Okay, great. So um, I would perfume. put a bottle of fantasy Fantasy. in the pentagram what about you sweet sweet fantasy um i think i I have a few things Uh that i'm like i mean i could throw them both out they could both go in there i feel like that umbrella i was thinking the umbrella okay the umbrella the the breakdown the 2007 breakdown umbrella umbrella. 
And I also think that we should probably put in her um, matching jean outfit that she wore with Justin um, Oh, my God. Absolutely, yes. Okay, right. so we have the we denim, have the all-denim gown. All-denim gown, right. Yes. Okay, great. And That's probably a copy there. of Crossroads. <laughs> um, um, I'm sure I there's do more want, iconic I things. want something that... Um, I think we need something like more iconic, like beginning starter Britney. Like mm. I think we like need, her hit me baby one more time outfit instead like, of the I denim. Just, no, 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 no. I oh. think the denim, okay. the denim definitely. But I want like, um, like she, like maybe the plaid skirt mm. from the video. Mm-hmm. Like I think if we brought that, then mm-hmm. so those are our five. I guess so. But we have nothing about Britney now. I think she'll come to us. She'll join right. us. I think we fully summoned mm-hmm. her. Hail Spears. Okay, so we um, pull into Bryce Canyon mm-hmm. National Park, which to me, at the beginning of this, I felt like it looked, I mean... It, there wasn't anything really spectacular about this entrance. No, it was just a very it was simple, woody. It actually, was very it filled was... with woods, and there was a sign that it was like this is an attraction. But like that sign in the middle of nothing was like, oh, I guess this is it, and um, it just was very deserted. Right. I mean, we were we were one of the first few people there, I would say, like as we far were. as parking goes. Like, I mean, remember coming back at the ends and how full parking it was. was really full. And yeah. But pulling in, there were, I think our ranger friend told us like, oh, yeah, you can park by the cabins or you can park by the general store. There's a this, there's a mm-hmm. that. And so we ended up finding... Like we drove through and we saw that there was like a Bryce Lodge. Right. Which I was like, I'm sure that's pretty expensive to stay mm-hmm. in. But um, then there were other cabins about, and then we s- parked near the general store mm-hmm. because there were parking spots there. Abundant parking spots. Many. Because we were early. But we early didn't go in the general store. It wasn't open at that point. No, it wasn't. Yeah, but I feel like there were bathrooms and showers there. And I yes. feel like we used the restroom. I'm pretty sure. And then we kind of geared up at the car. And, then, yep, we and got again, ready. we, I mean, mm. after being in Zion, it was pretty wild to just, I think, not see anything yeah. that looked Zion remarkable. Was, Zion was, um, is remarkable, like from the town before you walk, through, right. before you like get into the Zion National Park. Like, Zion is just breathtaking it's all around. It's well curated, I feel and like. And there in are way always people around. Zion right. was always busy. And so, this was like, no one right. is here, deserted area. Right. So, we get our bags on and our And this backs. was our first, I mean, this was our first park trip together. In this general. was our first park trip. So I think it was a little wild. We did this to, in 2017. Right. I think it was a little wild to see Zion be so bustling and then for this to be like so crickets. deserted. Total <laughs> right. crickets. So um, we put on our bags and then we make our way. We follow up the a, signs. Up a trail. It was basically. up a trail and like we had to go through some woods and. But it wasn't dense. You could see no, sky. You could see sky. So you're basically on an uphill at this point. And we did not really. I didn't really understand like where we were as far as like 
are we coming in at canyon level? Are we coming right. in at valley level? Like, where are we? What is happening? Right. And then um, we walk up to, or like we get finally to the edge of these trees and it was like, kapow. Yeah. There Talk is about Bryce Canyon. And oh my God. Right. That was such a surprise. I think also, you know, despite the cold weather, I think the surprise also was how much snow there was for me. There was so much snow. There was, I mean, and we ended up hiking through some of it eventually too. But I just feel like that added another layer because really it's, it's really vast to look out into this canyon and to see it. It was, it was one of the most like, I remember walking up and like seeing it and not expecting anything like this at all right. in any kind of no, way. No, no, not at all. And having no frame of reference for it and then getting what this beautiful thing is. Right. Was another, I mean, I'll get emotional right now talking about <laughs> it. Um, so, yeah, I just immediately was like, picture, picture. I took a picture of everything. And I found all the dead trees I could you to did, take photos of the canyon you through. you love taking I photos love of dead, dead trees. trees. I just love dead trees. You just love um, them. I, I love dead trees. I love dead trees. Um, so um, we were thinking about like, okay, well, like where where are we going to, like what kind of hikes are we going to do today right. here at Bryce? So we decided to walk around, like walk the perimeter around on the rim for a little bit. Right, which isn't like it's basically between two points, Sunrise Point and Sunset Point. Or and we you're came kind of in like, at Sunset Point. I think so. I think we did. I think so. Um, and then walked over to Sunrise, Sunrise Point. Point. And basically, there's two trailheads down into the canyon from those points. So it's either the Queen's Garden um, Trail mm-hmm. or the Navajo Trail. Yeah. Um, so we basically walked to our furthest point. And at that point, I think it, sun, it was sunrise point. Yeah. Um, there's almost like a little, if I remember correctly, like a chain link kind of yes. um, fence. And there's like a little bit more of a step off. Um, it's not like a glass platform, but it's a platform to overlook the canyon, right? Right, like, right, right. Um, so you could kind of go out onto that. Um, and I think... And you know, we, we did. And, and we, we did. And we photos. spent some time there. And what was fascinating to me is that there were so many hoodoos mm-hmm. especially right where we were right. and like the snow was like covering some of it and whatnot but like just walking about 15 feet you get a totally different view right than you did 15 feet ago yeah it's like now it's something now it looks totally different right. now you have to get right. all the more photos again right like there were i I think in my my photo albums on my phone, like Bryce has the most photos because it was, I just had to capture everything from every angle. And it was so wild. Um, And at this point too, you know, we're not the only people there anymore. It's very clear that there are some people that have just, that were there before us that had parked in a different location because there were a bunch of people on the canyon rim with us at that point. Yeah, there were. There were, Um, I mean, there were families and they had their dogs and... There were the kids and and it was it was lovely and clearly like this is what people were doing today. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally, I think I was like, I absolutely 
I'm down on the rim. Right. And I want to, like, go inside here. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> Again, it's not that vast, that, that space there. So it really didn't warrant a ton of time. You know, I think we were very quickly, like, fulfilled with what we were able to see. So at that point, we kind of, like, did a little bit of planning, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah, because we got out the map. And mm-hmm. because, okay, if I remember right, like, Bryce is, like, um, all of the hikes are inside of this canyon, I say, with quotation fingers. Yeah, um, rock but amphitheater. even though it's a rock amphitheater. <laughs> right. And you can sort of design your own adventure. Yeah. I mean, not so much, not as much as, like, when we were in... Um, Acadia. Acadia recently. But I mean, Acadia is sort of like the master mind behind Design Your Own Adventure right, Hikes. Right, right, right. But there were about five or six different trails like inside of um, inside of Bryce, including like just the tiny little ones that had um, names. Mm-hmm. And you could just figure out like which... And a lot of them intersected, so you could figure out like which way you wanted to go right. and which direction. And, and sometimes you were on like horse trails too. That was the other there thing. There were like horse roads. You there. could like, um, I think we did for a little while have to jump on or accidentally jumped on a horse road because it was parallel to a trail, and we were right just following what we thought was right. So, what was the plan that we made in that moment? So I think we knew that we had the whole day and we really wanted to try to utilize it to the best of our ability. Right. Um, so I think we really tried to plan for a full day. Knowing yeah. kind of what we had done in Zion the last two days and feeling like confident and also comfortable with that amount of hiking. Yeah. So what we decided to do was to head down into the Navajo Trail and then I think to get on the Peekaboo Trail to Bryce Point, yeah. hike up that, come back down, and then come back up the Queen's Garden so that we could kind of right. see really a vast majority of everything. And that would be about 17 miles worth right. of hiking. Yeah. I think when we when we came back, that's what we ended up with. And so that was when we decided to like head on in and like start that 17-mile adventure. Mm-hmm. And with that... Let's take another break. Mm-hmm. It's time for Drag Queen Corner. <laughs> I actually like that name. That's good. Drag Queen too. Corner. I do too. I feel it's, like Mr. Rogers would pop out and talk to us about Drag Queen Corner. Absolutely. Right. He would. I totally. I feel mm-hmm. like Drag Queen Corner is like... Um, like I've seen those videos online of like drag queens reading to kids in mm-hmm. libraries. Mm-hmm. Which I'm here for anyone who will read to any children in right. libraries, absolutely, or anywhere. Right. Just read to them. Um, but I do, I do sort of see like um, drag queen corner being like the corner of the library where everything just has slightly more sequins mm. than everything else, covered in glitter. Uh, covered. Um, so I think I know which queen we're going to talk about. Oh, today. I see. This is why I didn't need to look at the list. Go That's ahead. That's right. I think we're going to talk about. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Miss Sandy Area. Uh, you know what? I knew you were going to say you that. You knew I was I going know. to. It's so funny. Yeah. Oh, my Sandy God. Area. Sandy Area. I can't. Mm-hmm. It's so good. And I thought it was appropriate because we were talking about Bryce Canyon. Right. Because a lot of it was very sandy. Yeah. As well as being like 
foresty mm-hmm. and snow covered and yeah, it has it all craggy, right? right? It has it all. Okay, so who is this queen, Miss Sandy Area? Mm, Sandy Area, I feel like Sandy Area is, you know, a 40 year old middle aged but still rocking a tight body, mm. uh, uh, raven haired. No, I'm sorry, not raven haired. Uh, what would we call someone with red hair? What's another adjective that we could, like flame haired? <laughs> flaming locks. Flaming locks, um, but like kind of like a darker auburn flame. Mm-hmm. Um, like kind of like a sexy librarian vibe going on. Oh, I'm feeling this from Sandy area. Um, and I feel like she is like a Lara Croft librarian sort of hybrid. Interesting. That is um, very beach-oriented. Interesting. Lots of thoughts came from me. Oh, just that like was. Right that was the off lot. The that mm-hmm. was like library, but also Lara Croft, but mm. also beach. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try and take this and synthesize and make okay, sense. Okay, please do. So I think like... Um, the Laura Croft fierceness I'm totally mm-hmm. here for and the sort of like inspiration in the wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Um, the librarian thing I think comes from the fact that she um, is a smart gal. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that she probably like themes her bathroom like a beach. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Perhaps she's a geologist. I feel like oh, that's her. Sandy you know, area is a geologist. That's her background. And what song does she lip sync to? Oh God, I feel the earth move. I'm just feeling Sandy area. Like Oh, she's that, so good. I, I'm feeling Wait, all of Sandy area. <laughs> you know what's happening? I'm sitting here looking at my he's slowly like growing Sandy Auburn area. hair mm-hmm. and becoming Sandy area. Right. You know what's funny is like as we keep saying Sandy area, I'm actually hearing it as one word, mm-hmm. like S A N D I A R I A Sandy area. Oh, like see, her name is a single word. But I and also it's think Sandy you area. could also play around with that because I think it could be Sandy aria. Oh, it like, could be Sandy aria. Uh, Sandy aria, like yeah. you know, a solo, like a solo song. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So no, many I love options it. here. So many options, and she sings. Um, and she lip syncs. I feel the earth move mm-hmm. under my feet. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Right. And I feel like she actually, um, like in that lip sync, probably has like. Um, sound effects of like earthquakes and I think like, so and like squalls and right. squalls and like things like that like mm-hmm. she and like it's like playing with like video background of like mudslides right and like the, like she probably has like a tell them at the bar like um tell them my name and you'll get like three dollars off a mudslide oh okay is that so that's her signature drink too, it's her signature drink is a mudslide mm-hmm. there we go mm, i love it that's ladies great. and gentlemen it's sandy area So we walked down into the Navajo Trail Mm -hmm. and I just remember looking up and it was like the combination of the blue sky Mm -hmm. was so blue next to the orange of the hoodoos. I probably took 17,000 photos, all of which you can see on Instagram. Right. Um, And just, I mean, it was one of those places where I was like, you know what, today... 
I am a photographer. <laughs> I just like I'm a photographer. Right. I'm thinking about angles and right. I'm thinking about color mm-hmm. and I'm thinking about um exposure. Just living your best complimentary color life. Absolutely. Right. I mean, yes. I right. do know that orange and blue are complementary colors. You. Thank you. Wolf I store. took scenic painting class. Right. Right. So, um Thank you, Sari. <laughs> but I've been sexually active since, since I, I was, was 25. 25. <laughs> 25. <laughs> um, yes. Right. A reference to 30 Rock if you for those for those who there. may not listen right. to right and if you don't watch 30 rock turn this off right now and go watch 30 <laughs> rock and then come back right um so it was it was just so um like epic like every yeah like um and we were hiking down right and we for were, a little bit like you you're on that path and it's you're not you're kind of in a little bit of a canyon, I feel like. It did it's, feel like a canyon. I don't know the best like geological term to describe it, but basically getting on that um, trail. A rock amphitheater. A rock amphitheater. Um, you're getting on that trail and you're pretty exposed to the sky and then eventually you do kind of come into this like switchbacky sort of canyon. Yeah, it was switchbacky and it was headed downward. Mm-hmm. And, and the angle, I mean, there's the, the incredible thing is all of the trees that were in the canyon that were so incredibly tall that obviously were just reaching for the light. Like, reaching, because yes. it was so shadowy in that canyon that, you know, I'm sure it only gets light for a very specific amount of time. It only took about 15 minutes, if I remember right. It was like 15 to 20 minutes to, like, get to the intersection of all those trails, like, right there. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't terribly long. But and there then, were a lot of switchbacks, and, and I think climbing up would have taken us, climbing like, a decent amount of time. Climbing up those would have taken a while, but we were Because we down. did have to do that, you know, oh, eventually. Oh, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, um, so we get down to like what is sort of like base level area. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like a tall canyon. It's not like the tallest of like, um, it's not like a ton of difference between like, er, at that point where we entered right. is what Let's I mean. Let's be careful um, how we say that. <laughs> like from the, the rim. part, the rim down to the bottom. Use your words. <laughs> I will do my best. And so um, we're looking at the signs and I remember at that moment, there was um, a little chipmunk. There was a little chipmunk. Right. Like I decided to like nibble on something from my bag, and there was a little chipmunk. And I think I might have tossed him some granola Which or we something like that. Have done, but I know I probably shouldn't have done. But you know what? I was Snow White in that and moment, that feeding the chipmunk. Now. That chipmunk is not dead because that was natural food. So no, I'm just saying. Do like, not come for me, I'm bro. I did not kill any chipmunk. I'm just saying the passage of time. You weren't responsible for his death. Yeah, well, but what's the lifespan definitely of a chipmunk? Definitely what you insinuated. No, 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 no. I don't know what the lifespan of a chipmunk is. Well, Maybe somebody can comment on this and let us right. know. Thank you. Um, so um, we decided we're going to do the Peekaboo Trail. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking, I was like, I think I said out loud, I was like, oh, is it because it's named after Peekaboo Street, <laughs> the Olympian? Um, but I did not know why it was called the Peekaboo Trail. Until you were hiking on it, and then I figured out why it was called the Peekaboo Trail. Because Because honestly, anytime you turned a corner, it was a different, wild alien world. Oh my God. I have always called Bryce Canyon an alien world. Right. And so we're walking on this Peekaboo Trail, and literally it's like you walk through 
a window of a hoodoo that mm-hmm. just has a trail going through it essentially is what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And every time it's like, what is this? Right. What is here? Like it's, there is um, now this other spectacular view and right. now there's this thing happening and now there's so much to see. I mean, it was just, I got exhausted from taking so many photos. Right. And I do remember I did get to a point in the day because I mean, obviously I wanted to capture as many photos as possible because it was so beautiful, but I did get to a point in the day where I finally was like, I'm putting my phone away. Mm-hmm. I know where I'm about to see other mm-hmm. things that are beautiful, but I and don't Mike want to photo experience <laughs> right. them through technology. Right, right. Like I just want my body to see them and, right. and feel them and Your experience them. Ready. My body was so ready for uh. Bryce Canada. <laughs> Um, I do have to say, for me, it really did feel almost like labyrinthine, like the whole very like, much, especially that part, like early on the Peekaboo Trail, because eventually it did open up and it was like a little, a little wider. I, I and I feel like we were in like more. There was more trees eventually. Like we came back into like almost like a forest within the canyon, like a yes. small kind of narrow mm-hmm. forest. But um, I feel like initially we were like turning weird corners, going through archways. Oh, yeah. Like I felt like I was in a video game. I like, remember there were, and there were so many like just like tree randomly right. here in the middle of like all this rock. I right. Mean, I took so many photos that would definitely be like early alternative rock cover oh, album oh, yeah. art. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like grunge cover art. Totally. Or like Red Hot Chili Peppers cover art. So many right? Red Hot Chili Pepper <laughs> albums. Like, uh, so many of right. them. Right. But I think that also the incredible Which thing is like... Which you can see on our Instagram. Yeah, just keep plugging away, buddy. Keep plugging away. Um, I think the other incredible thing for me is that, you know, the color really shifted a lot. So it was that really intense kind of like coppery orange color for a while. And then it became this like washed out sandy color eventually. Yes. And it almost felt really much more like the high desert that we were supposed to be in because the weird thing about the park is that it is so vegetated like there's so much green in that like canyon there is sorry rock amphitheater (laughs) rock amphitheater um so Uh, the rock and roll the rock and roll amphitheater so that was like that was pretty incredible for me to like kind of see that and we really didn't I feel like we didn't get a lot of snow initially. I feel like it wasn't until we were further along and further in that we started right. to see snow. Like I remember seeing one guy early on that was doing like he was looked like a professional photographer. He had mm-hmm. like a pretty pretty big camera. I was pretending with him. that I was him the whole time just with my iPhone. Um, and like we talked to him for a little bit, but then there was really no not that many people around. like on that trail, like which was no. I feel like we really didn't see people until we got to start hiking up towards Bryce Point. Right? I remember okay, so we knew that we were headed toward Bryce Point mm-hmm. and we knew that Bryce Point was fairly high up in the air. And Bryce Point is up at parking lot level. Right. But by the time you're so getting REM there, level. REM level, but it's much a much higher um, journey one has to go from down inside of Bryce Canyon up to Bryce Point. As opposed to the journey that we took down from Sunrise Point. So we had, 
after we had taken that journey, now a lot of what we had done, because Peekaboo Trail is considered strenuous. Mm-hmm. And we had done a lot of uphill and some switchbacky around things right. in Peekaboo Trail. And that had been like, all right, this is uphill. We're feeling this. But it's, I mean, comparatively to other things we've done, like it's honestly a walk in the park. But the at that day, I was like, this is still tiring. Right. And then we did pass. I remember there was this, it was um, a guy and a gal and they were hiking together and they had, they were coming down and we could not figure out what Bryce point was. Mm -hmm. And we were looking around and we were like, which thing is Bryce point? Like we think it's that. And they were like, no honey, it's that thing, (laughs) that giant thing that looks like a tower up in the air. Mm. That's Bryce Point. Because it does. That's it where it you're looks headed. like a citadel. It's like incredibly large. And I was like, oh my God, this is where we're going. Right. Well, dear Jesus, I better get ready. It's the end of our podcast. You know what that means? It's time for Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Mike, hit us with your category. Okay, this category is called Encapsulated Rim. Great. In this category, I will be giving you a clue, and you must tell me the word, which includes the word rim inside of it. Oh, Hence, the word Encapsulated Rim. Well done. So, for our $100 question, when hiking up Yosemite Falls, one's face may contort into this expression... Also a common name for a purple McDonald's monster. What is Grimace? That's correct. Awesome. There you go. G-R-I-M-A-C-E. Mm-hmm. All right. And these are all, um, I when I designed this category, I designed it f- for very hiking specific. So oh, all the clues are hiking specific. Great. Um, don't take too long doing this at the edge of Bryce Canyon, a word that means to make minor adjustments to your hair and makeup. Because once you are done hiking your 17 miles, you'll look road hard and put away wet. Um, I feel like you are directly calling me out on this, okay? <laughs> because the word is what is primp. That's correct. <laughs> Not that I primp all the time, but I do. I know my truth. Um, all right. Encapsulated rim for 300. When hiking along the path back from Angel's Landing... You may be waiting in these, another name for a pause, as foot traffic is one way and you wouldn't want to fall 1,000 feet to your death, would you? Yeah, I don't know. What is interim? Interim? Yeah, like a waiting period? I see. Mm. Interesting. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I'll take it. Okay. Um, 400. 400. As Same a, category. As a wanderer in the forest, carrying your pack and only the essentials, you may feel like one of these as you stroll through King's Canyon on your holy path to the house group and the other sacred groves within. Oh. Um, oh, my goodness. I don't... I they don't know. Oh, a pilgrim? There you go. Oh, <laughs> look, at, look that. at that. That was good. This is I a know. good category. Mm-hmm. Okay, And great. our last, our $500 question. 
If you are foolish enough to try to take the bright angel path down to the floor of the Grand Canyon and back up in a single day, you may feel like the sky would fill with fire and this, basically a biblical shit show, as your body forsakes you. Brimstone. That is correct. Awesome. (laughs) That was a really good category. Are you ready for my category? I am ready for your category. My category is called... Branded by Bryce. Oh. In this category, Bryce Canyon has decided to um, brand itself Mm -hmm. and um, make Bryce Enterprises, Mm. which everything in the place is now strictly Bryce. Okay. And so you're going to hear a commercial for Bryce (laughs) for each one of the questions. Okay. And you have to fill in the thing. Okay. But note, it's, Bryce specific. Okay. All right. So here we go. If you are hungry in Bryce Canyon, then stop by our famous Bryce Canyon Cafe and get yourself an order of this chicken poultry dish packed with protein only available in Bryce Canyon. Chicken and Bryce? Yes. Chicken and Bryce. You got it. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. I love it. Right. Okay. Okay. I got you now. Yeah. Right. Here we go. All right. It took me a minute. Come to one of our many sweet treat stations to get yourself this dessert available only here in Bryce Canyon. What is Bryce cream? Yes. I'll take that. I actually wrote Bryce pudding or a Bryce crispy treat. Oh, great. But I will take a Bryce cream. Okay. Done. Look at that. Here we go. When you are done, With your hiking for the day, head on over to the Bryce Canyon Bookshop where you'll find the Vampires of Utah series by this horror romance mystery writer. (laughs) Who is Anne Bryce. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) On your way back to the visitor center, stop by the offices of the CEO of Bryce Canyon Enterprises, who is known for her resemblance of this former Secretary of State. Who is Condoleezza Bryce. Yes. And finally... Don't forget to turn on your radios to hear Bryce Canyon's in-house Irish singer-songwriter with hits like Oh, The Hill is Steep, and The Blower's Daughter Hikes Faster Than Me. I don't know. Who is Damien Bryce? Oh, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Awesome. That's very good. I love that. Well, wonderful. Well, thank you all for joining us for our third episode of... Gaze Gaze at at the the National National Parks. Parks. And as a reminder, hike early. And hike often. And that adventure is out there. That's correct. Get outside. Get outside. Do something. Do something. Open a window. Put yourself in the great outdoors. Mm -hmm. Because it's waiting for you. It is. This has been Gaze at the National Parks, podcast edition. That's Gaze, G-A-Z-E. You can follow us on Instagram at Gaze Gaze at the the National Parks. Or on Twitter at Gaze Gaze at at the Parks. On our next episode, join us as we continue our journey through Bryce Canyon. I think you mean Bryce Rock Amphitheater. Uh, Yeah, you know I'm right. Yeah.